You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Sports Day with Gary Belcher and Scott Sattler. A couple of footy legends covering all things sport. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sorento has landed. And Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Welcome to the show. Badge and Sats here. Happy to join you on a Wednesday night and getting closer, edging closer, Scotty Sattler, to the big weekend of grand finals. Can't wait. They're a few weeks later than we expected them to be at the start of the year, but uh, for reasons out of everyone's control, here they are. Finally. Can't wait. Badge, were you, um, hello Badge, and also listeners as well. Were hello you, Scott. Were you sheltered a little bit from life? <laughs> we no. know that. <laughs> uh, were you sheltered in Canberra when you were preparing for grand finals? I guess we were, yeah, yeah when, you, when you think about it, um, because of the, uh, the tyranny of distance mm. back then for, uh, for journal- journalists that wanted to cover the, uh, the grand finals. So they, they probably waited until we got to Sydney um, later in the week. And Melbourne are facing that a little bit now. Yeah, like yeah, that, I know. Yeah. I saw where you were going yeah. with that because, they, um, yeah, they're up on the sunny coast and, yeah. and no grand final breakfast. And, and often that means you, don't, you know, wouldn't have had to ten- send the whole team. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you send... Some of them to the awards nights, and yeah, they probably have had a bit of a, a quieter week yeah. in that regard. But um, lots to get through on the show. That's ridiculous coming up later on. Um, we'll give you the latest NRL news, a bit of AFL as well. Uh, of course, Chris Nelson, a Racing Queensland update. I like your hot topic sats. Uh, you saw NRL 360 last night, and you picked up something that Paul Crawley was talking about yeah he's, he's talking about it where he believes that because Cameron Smith is current at the moment he's been so dominant for many years that we automatically label him as the greatest player of all time he thinks it's an insult on the what 100 and what are we 118 100 and, uh, how many years 12 are we? 13 years, years 1908 of, yeah. of um of rugby league so um, you throw up all these names. Is it an insult straight away to directly to all of the um, the immortals? The immortals. We so thirteen or fourteen. On the back of that, it's quite an obvious question, and it's a it's probably a quite a quite an obvious argument and debate that that everyone seems to have. Is he the greatest of all time that you, the listeners, have seen? And let's take into account um, a lot of the players that have gone before him as well. Or you know, take your origin bias off, take your origin cap off. Um, if not, if you don't believe Cameron Smith in five, ten years will still be regarded as one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest, who is? Mm. Who is the greatest of all time? Yeah, or, or or do you think Cameron Smith himself is is or isn't? You you can call us on that uh, number of ours one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three, or our text line sats. It's zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. Stick that one in your phone zero four double seven seven three six. 736, put it under Sats and Badge or 
Nighttime dribblers. It's, it's actually Badger's mobile number. Yeah, so just call mind. it whenever you want. No Doesn't one else what uses time. it. Right, he loves it. Late at night. Time for this. Sports Day Sports Update. The grand final teams were announced yesterday, and as we told you uh, last night, just the one change to the respective sides, uh, and that is Viliami Kikau coming back from suspension for the Panthers, which will force Kurt Capewell onto the bench. Mitch Kenny drops out. Um, the question that has been asked by many is, will, and you might have some inside info for us here, Sats, being a uh, Panthers legend, will Ivan Cleary... <laughs> do what he did with his centres last week. He dropped his, – his name Brent Naden this week. Mm-hmm. But last week he did the switcheroo and put Tyrone May on in the centres. Did Brent Naden get on the – I don't think he got on the field. He didn't get on the field last really? week. And it is a – it's a precarious situation that, that Diven Cleary finds himself in. It's a it's – it's an embarrassment of Richmond riches, to be quite honest, when you got the that, – That's a Richmond <laughs> – the, the players that the he's end, got at his dis- disposal, the uh, – the minimal injuries that they've had throughout the year. And then you get to a grand final, all, all of a sudden you've got too many quality players. Now, Brent Naden has played in all 17 wins this year. He hasn't been beaten this year in, in the NRL yeah. since uh, representing in the centres or on the wing as well. He's had really good stats as well throughout the season. Mind you, the team has only lost one game and had a draw. So They have, that, but he plays not unusual. He does. You he could has. be the weakness that actually that breaks that run. You never know. And it is a huge tactical gamble about what Ivan Cleary does for this game. Because it worked last week, it doesn't mean it's going to work this week with a completely different side, a completely different focus. Now, Tyrone May plays on the right-hand side. He'll be marking Justin Ollum, who is an absolute revelation. If he starts there. Yeah. Um, but last year he played on the right – last week he played on the right side. Yeah, he did, yeah. Now, Brent Naden, um, he's a bigger body. Uh, from an attacking point of view, he probably offers a fair bit more. Um, defensively, he came up with a few errors against the Roosters a couple of weeks. Is before. that what? Is that why you think they made the switch? Yeah, I think so. I, I think yeah, even though Tyrone May has been named on the bench badge, I've got no doubt that Ivan Cleary will play Tyrone May in the centres for a number of reasons. Once defensively, because Ivan told you, yeah, uh, no, uh, defensively, um, very sound, uh, and in attack. Probably better when he's closer to the ball in the halves. Yep. But he's got a really strong combination with Nathan and Jerome Luai. Mm. He and, in, and he played in a, an under twenty side that won the the NYC comp four or five years ago. I think it's five or six of them out of that side. So straight away you've got instant combinations. Now, funnily enough, Brett Naden played with all those players as well. Ooh. So there's a really good combination. And now it comes down to Ivan Cleary about is he going to go in with a defensive focus firstly. Or is he going to try and score points really, really early? So I'm going to throw the coach's hat on you, Bad. You're Ivan Cleary. You've got to tell one of these players that they're oh, – if you haven't done on. it already, you've got to tell one of these players that they're starting on the bench and you're playing against Melbourne Storm. Who is it? Brent Naden. On the bench? Yeah, it worked for them last week. And I think they need to – I would – for me, I'd say let's pick our – Best defensive seventeen or thirteen to is start. Is it because what Melbourne can throw? Yeah, absolutely. Early? We saw the blue Canberra away in that first twenty, and mm. uh, despite the fact they hit the wall a bit in the second half, Melbourne they are a very good defensive outlet outfit, and it's difficult to score against. So you don't want them to get a you know pick apart a, a, a weakness or a perceived weakness from us defensively. Um, you don't want that to be their 
their go-to area. Yeah. So I, I, that's what I'll be looking at. But I haven't watched Penrith as closely as as many others have. And uh, maybe you've got an opinion on that yourself as well. You can give us a, a buzz. Um, text us on that number, 0477-736-736. Would you go Naden or May to start? Scott Sattler. I'd go May really early on. Uh, he's a smaller body than Brent Naden. Brent Naden's shattered now. You're his hero. But in saying that, just, just with the combination, I mean, as you know, Badge, you had a great combination with a lot of players. When you came down from the Brisbane comp, from South Magpies down to the Canberra Raiders, you had these amazing combinations with players. And there's Mal and you know, Peter Jackson and Gary Coyne, all these guys you played Origin or club footy with. It goes a long way to victory. It does. It helps. It helps a yeah. hell of a lot. And I think even though that Brett Naden's got a really good uh, relationship and combination with those players also, I just think that Tyrone May, one, because it worked last week, but two, um, just the ability to to work alongside Nathan and Jerome yep. Luai from a from an attacking point of view as well. Let's let everyone talk about those combinations that the Panthers have and those those kids that have come up together. But this Melbourne Storm side's played a lot of footy together, and nine of the seventeen won the comp together yeah. in two thousand and seventeen, and and a few others have played since then. Um, plenty of football together, so most of them plenty of football. I tell you together, what, it doesn't so. matter who you put there, whether it's just, uh, whether it's Tyrone May or Brent Naden. Uh, they know they're in for a handful with Justin Ollum. Uh, yeah. I mean, he is, he is certifiably scary. He's frightening. Oh, he, can, he can belt you, can't he? Smash and just it. zeros Loves in. It. Yeah. Loves it. And the whole of Papua New Guinea. Oh, yeah. Well, unless yeah. they're an avid Panthers fan. Mm. If they're not, if they're not a rusted-on Panthers fan, they are going for the Melbourne Storm. Um, Jerome Luai. Hey, we're going to have a chat soon, too, uh, to Brian Toto. Got him lined up. For a, uh, a chat with us uh, very soon, the uh, the flying Panthers wing, the mighty tough Panthers wing. He's off that same mould. I mean, he doesn't hit as hard as Toto. Gee, he runs hard and, and rips so in powerful. young Toto. So but powerful. Um, what's what's Jerome's Luai well, this is man funny. crush? Now, I don't know whether this is happening deliberately with the Penrith Panthers badge because we spoke to Cameron Seraldo, their assistant coach, last night. And he just spoke in glowing terms about how great this Melbourne Storm side is, and they are great, and so are the Penrith Panthers this year. But Jerome Luai has um, he's publicly announced that he's got a man crush on, on Cameron Munster, the man that he's actually lining up against in the jersey number six. He's always said that you know, when he was coming through the grades and he, he knew he was going to play NRL, he wanted to play NRL one day, the player that he thought was a freak, that was really instinctive, he was, a, he was an X-factor, the... And he always wanted to be this kind of player. He can't be that much. It's Cam Munster. But is he that much younger than him? He's about three years younger than Righto. him. Righto. Yeah. Okay. So, you, you know that. You've got man crushes on. You mentioned them. Billy Slater was my man crush. Yeah, he was. For, for a long time. Yeah. 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 We had to ban you from going to Melbourne Storm games. Yeah, he did at one stage, yeah. Worried about you. Got a little bit Heading down freaky. to the dressing room. Yeah. Bit, oh, it was a bit odd. So that, that's a little bit weird, but isn't it? It's a little bit strange that you... That you did that, yeah. Now that you admit that uh, Cam Munster is... Is basically a hero growing up, and then all of a sudden oh, he's, he's making sure he's not, he's not. He's saying the do you right thing. It's a reverse psychology. Yeah, you got to say you can't give the opposition any powder, can you? You can't no. give them any um, anything to to fire up about. And I tell you what, you do do when you play against your your heroes. Also, is that you want to get their respect, mm. don't you? Mm. Hey, was there ever a player badge that was there ever a player that 
you played against that you can remember they said something to you or something that made you feel really good about yourself after oh, a game? I, I do remember clearly at the end of 1986, our last game, mm-hmm. we played Parramatta at Parramatta and got beaten and they went on to win the comp. That was your first year for Canberra? First year yep. in, for Canberra. And I'd, but I'd played State of Origin. I'd played the last couple of Origin games, my first year in the Sydney comp. Uh, and Ray Price came up after, oh, after really? the game and said, uh, well done, young fella, good luck. I hope you make it on the Kangaroo Tour. I reckon you should go. And I was like, what? Even though, wow. And if you get picked my name. Well. Yeah. That's great, isn't it? Yeah, maybe he was a selector. I didn't know about it. Good <laughs> on you, Pricey. I've never forgotten that. That was a really good thing. And that reminded me, too, of how much of an effect you can have on younger players when you're, you know, when you're yeah. a senior player, you're around later on. Mm. Just a, a few nice words to them. I remember but Laurie yeah, Daly walked that. up to me after a Canberra game once. And they'd beaten us. And uh, Origin team was being picked that week. So late. 90s? It was late 90s, to, yeah. yeah. And um, he walked up to me after the game, and I'd never spoken to Laurie ever, but just idolised him. Absolutely idolised him. Um, More than Brad Clyde? No, not as much as Brad Clyde. That's a man crush. But there's that. not much yeah. below uh, Brad Clyde. But anyway, uh, he walked up after the game shaking hands, and he, grabbed, he shook my hand, and he put his left hand on my shoulder, and he looked me in the eye, and he said, Origin, Queensland getting picked next week. Hey, good luck. I think you deserve to be picked, mate. I've been watching you all year, and I mate, I reckon you've been having a great season. And I went, he called me Sats, and I went, Laurie Daly just called me Sats. That's that's really cool. <laughs> he might have thought you were your dad. He probably, he probably <laughs> did actually. <laughs> hey, talking about that, mm-hmm. how's the jersey hunt going? How's um, the, the John Sattler nineteen seventy yeah. um, jersey hunt going? This is, of course, it went missing. Yep, uh, when it was taken to a, a memorabilia place. Yep. Uh, about 20 years ago. Yeah, I haven't announced, I haven't uh, disclosed the name of the, the company yet because I want to try and, um, I want to try and first and foremost uh, not have to polarise anyone in particular. Yeah. Um, so I want to try and do this the right way. Uh, I've had some discussions yeah. with a representative it from that company. Just, just have been misplaced and, you know, someone yeah, might I'd... have found it since and thought, oh, I'll give that back to them one day. Yeah. I'd, I'd hope so. I've uh, spoken to a representative. Um I've also been given some information that allegedly, and I will highlight the word allegedly, that um, that a, a, f- a very prominent former NRL player may may have known what had happened to it back then. I do not. Uh, yeah, and um, and so the next couple of days is pretty important. Okay, I'm going to have a conversation after this uh, okay. after this show about some further information that hopefully. Um, can assist us a little bit further. Well, it would be great if you could resolve this without getting you know, police and, and legal I don't want anyone and all prosecuted over happening. this badge. You know, I've had fantastic. a lot of people contact me, uh, whether it's just general public, fans, whatever it may be. Uh, a lot of media outlets have, have wanted to try and support as well. And I don't want anyone prosecuted. I just want to be able to, someone to anonymously be able to drop it off at a local police station um, with the name attached to it uh, with them to contact me mm. and it can be picked up so well i just want in the family before my father passes oh, away yeah mate when mm. you put it like that gee all right so if anyway if you have any info get in touch with the show please uh or as sat said you can just yeah you can find us you can get hold of us zero four double seven seven three six seven three six anytime we're around we're right on twitter too aren't we at sports day nsw yep. and at sports day qld beautiful okay um now you mentioned before the stormer are flying under the radar on the sunny coast, a bit like we had the the, uh, the early early days in the um, in Can- the Canberra Raiders, the early days in the grand final week. So they they had said they had a fan fan day, and about five people turned up. <laughs> so there's no dramas 
no dramas for them. A few media would be um, would be there regularly. Um, but they, yeah, you said they can't go and they can't go to shopping centres no. for appearances. They can't go to uh, you know big fan days. They, they can't couldn't go down for the the uh, the Dally M's. I imagine also badges the grand final breakfast. The breakfast, but, but also remember it was traditional as well that the old Thursday night footy show hosted by Fatty. Both grand final teams always appeared on the yeah. Thursday night footy show. Yep, so they get down by the Thursday. If you were travelling yep. to Sydney, if you're, not, if you're from out of Sydney, you'd you'd travel there, go to the go to that. Then the next morning, you go to a grand final breakfast. So there was always something to do. Yeah, which in a way is okay. It's in a way it's good because you kind of you don't want to be doing nothing, mm. sitting around twiddling your thumbs, just thinking about and getting the game and getting more nervous. But um, yeah, they wouldn't have had any of that drama this week. And sometimes that's a good thing, Badge, but. We're dealing with a different athlete now. There's a lot of younger players that they like the fanfare. They they like being front and centre, centre of attention. Mm. They they like getting as close as possible to the fans. Without obviously with COVID at the moment, you can't do that. But in a in a perfect world, they like getting amongst the community and the fans now. And and not having that, you're trying to find that stimulation from somewhere else. Yeah. Um. That you're not getting grand final week. I wonder this young young Brian. T- oh, the Panthers wing is going to be feeling when we talk to him. In a little while on uh, on Sports Day. Um, now, incoming Cowboys coach Todd Payton has landed his, his first signing since uh, since quitting the interim role at the Warriors. He's uh, he's taken a Kiwi with him. Well, he's not a no, Kiwi. He's, an Aussie, he's yeah. actually an Aussie, but he's playing he was. for the Warriors. Yeah, Lachlan Burr. He's uh, spent some time at the Gold Coast and, and the Bulldogs And the first. Bulldogs, yeah. But uh, he's had a couple of really good years, Lachlan Burr. Now, this mm. says to me that a player that played at the Gold Coast, played at the Bulldogs, didn't really find his way. He wasn't a, a key player in any, either of those those NRL sides. But since he's gone to the Warriors, he's found something different. I don't know whether it's just maturity, whatever it may be, but he must be a really important player around the playing group badge for Todd Payton to identify him as a player that he can take with with him up to um, over to Townsville. Yep. So uh, whether that's you know what he adds on the field, obviously, is a priority, but more importantly, what he adds off the field as well. So I'd be really interested uh, when the grand final gets out of the way. We, we interview Toddy Payton and see what are the, the special attributes that Lachlan Burr brings to a side. Mm. We mentioned the Cowboys because he had been there. Ethan Lowe, former Cowboy, former South player now because he's had to retire. He's only 29. Um, he, he won a comp with the Cowboys. He did, yeah. 2017. 15. 2015? Yep. Um, he was he was Queensland's standout origin player in his one origin match, game three last year. I, I just couldn't believe how well he played. I remember, Badge, I remember you and I questioning about whether Ethan Lowe, who hasn't got a quick any quick leg speed, we all often said, would he keep up with the speed of origin? He played 80 Yeah, the minutes, game of his life. Did not stop and was the best player on the field. Yeah, and almost helped them yeah. um, snatch a, a victory at the end. So... Yeah, good luck to Ethan Lowe, forced to retire with a neck injury at uh, 29, and hopefully he can move on to some really good stuff post uh, post 40. I see the Sydney Harbour Bridge will be illuminated with iconic images of rugby league's most historic season um, ahead of the uh, the grand finals, uh, the grand final day. Okay, Badge, That's I'm from gonna put, tonight. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Who should be the main image from a season of 2020? Who should be the main image on the? Uh Sydney Opera House. Peter Volandis. Oh, I agree with you. St. <laughs> Peter. Oh, look, you could you could come up with some um, great performance. It'd be hard on some with some teams. You know, probably Nathan Clear. If they, are they putting the players' images up there? Are they? I think they're putting the the team 
emblems. Okay. Either just end. the emblems? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. What, what if you put players' heads up there? Who would you say for Parramatta? Clint Gutherson, the yeah, king. absolutely. Yeah. Um, Canberra. Or oh, the Dalian medal winner. Yeah, he's, I think you'd have to. They, they wanted to put Josh Papali, Josh Papali yeah, but apparently two the size of his head <laughs> doesn't fit on one of the pylons. Yeah. Tigers? Tigers got to play there. Benji. Out. Yeah, he's last, Always Benji. last season as a Tiger. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Who do you think? Who do you think should have their head on the Sydney Harbour Bridge during this uh, last few days as we head into the uh, the grand final? So they don't have to be in the grand final, but um, yeah, who, whose head would you like to see on there? Give us a text once again: zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. Wayne Bennett's added three more State of Origin players and rookies. They are to the Queensland squad: Corey Allen, Jaden Sewer, and Dynamis Louie. Have come into the squad as I well think, as uh, so they're from Souths. I think you'll find Jaden Sewer on the bench. Oh, he's been good. He's, he's been, been really very good. good. He's been uh, plays a brutal style of footy. He does. It's I all confrontational. It. I love it. Mm. Um, Dane Gago and Josh Papali as well, but they're obviously they're seasoned uh, state of origin veterans, and there's still some drama going on with Jack Bird. The Dragons want him. The Broncos want to let him go apparently because yep. he's on almost a million bucks a year. He wants to go back to Sydney, but it seems as though the Dragons got their nose out of joint because Brisbane ignored or, or didn't get back to him really on their, their first offer. No counter-offer. Now it's just a standoff. Mm. Um, he's actually came from the Dragons when he went to the uh, the Sharks, Sharks yeah. before he went to uh, to Brisbane. Yeah, this will be a standoff. I mean, I've got no doubt the Brisbane Broncos will be forced to go back with a better offer. Uh, we don't know what the offer was. Yeah, but what, what sort of money, if you were the... What so sort of money if you were the Dragons? Would you, around nine hundred and fifty thousand a year. What would you pay him if you were at the Dragons, or would, what would you think you could pay him? And Brisbane have to pick up the tab for the rest. This is only for next year, and after that, he's on. Well, it, it's he's got one more year. At the you Broncos. can't gauge it until you know what Brisbane are willing to give up. Now, if if I was the Brisbane Broncos, if I'm the Dragons, I'm not taking him unless the Brisbane Broncos are willing to pay at least at least four fifty. Right. For him. So you'd pay the other five hundred or whatever. Yeah, because because he's worth it, and I think he's worth the risk. There's mm. got to be a time. But his injury. You, you yeah. reckon some stages you got to come good. There's got to be a time when he years. comes good. Yeah. Yeah. Poor bugger. Hasn't he had a bad run? It's a bit of a tough one. All right. Plenty covered there in the uh, the NRL. Before we get to the break, let's uh, let's get our racing news with Chris Nelson. Now on Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is racing. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Hey, when he's not at the racetrack, he's uh, on the golf course. Chris Nelson, good afternoon, mates. Good afternoon, Chase. Uh, I don't think I was the one that was out playing 14 holes this morning. It wasn't me. might have been someone else involved in this conversation. Mate, unfortunately, it was me at 5.30 this morning, so um, that's all right. I think I only left about 120 out on the course anyway. Uh, we digress. Uh, the the fields are out for Doombin uh, this weekend. Yeah, we normally have nine races on a Saturday. We've got 10 this week, and that will complement the big day on Saturday. Uh, some interesting runners. We see the uh, mayor of uh, Tony Gollins go around in the first race. Needorp, she resumes from a spell. She really nicely and she's beautifully in there in a class 3 plate only 57 kilos she should be carrying a lot more weight than that against that opposition uh, some interesting two year olds there's a feature two year old race race number 4 worth $125,000 got some first starters here Ghost Writer up from Sydney Annabelle Neesham trains won both trials LaForce who was very impressive winning a trial at the Sunshine Coast uh, on Tuesday and Alert and Ready who uh, 
was unlucky on debut. The jockey fell off at Toowoomba when it was coming into the race and then charged home a couple of weeks ago. So that's a, a really competitive race is that two-year-old race. We also see Dusty Tycoon resume later on, as well as the stable mate Minchie, both from the uh, Rob Heathcote stable. So a really good day ahead at Toowoomba on Saturday. Yeah, 10 races. That's going to be a huge day. For the latest uh, Queensland Racing News meetings and form, visit racingqueensland.com.au. Get Racing Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. We'll do it again tomorrow, Chris. Look forward to it. Thanks, Jase. Good on you. Thank you, gentlemen. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. Break time. When we come back, our hot topic is Cam Smith, the greatest of all time. Back soon. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. And red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Now, hot topic time. Yeah, for pharmacy sleep services, test yourself for sleep apnea sats. Uh, leading NRL journalist Paul Crawley last night on NRL 360 said there's a, uh, there's a bias. We'll have a listen to this. He says it says that Cameron Smith has been labelled by some as the greatest of all time. I actually think it's a bit of an insult into 112 years of rugby league history that we constantly say, well, because he's the best at the moment, he's the best ever. Like, I I can remember back to when Wally Lewis retired. And for me at that time, Wally Lewis was the greatest period of, of, of any generation that I'd seen. But then along comes Andrew Johns. You've had JT. Before then, you had Bobby Fulton... Go back to the great St George days where they were amateur footballers. Langlands, Raper. Langlands and Raper. Gaznia. 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 Um, Artie Beetson. Go back further to Clive Churchill, Dally Messenger. Like every generation has its best. So for what we're seeing now, Cameron Smith is the best of this time. But I don't think anyone can categorically say that he's the greatest of all time. Sats, what do you reckon? Well, we've got a few of our um, our listeners also that have, have chimed in, and thanks very much for uh, sending through your text messages, 0477-736-736. Uh, hi, Badge and Sats. Wally will always be the greatest player I've ever seen. When he was our captain, even watching from the lounge room, we felt safe. Obviously, a Queensland yes. fan there. Yeah. Um, now, uh, this one here is from uh, Katrina. Uh, she says, uh, good evening, guys. Sorry, can't use your nicknames too personal. I agree with uh, Paul Crawley regarding Cameron Smith as a Knights member for the past 21 years. For me, it was Andrew Johns, the best player ever. Yeah, he, I was in he gets a lot of votes. And P.S. My voucher arrived. Do you? <laughs> Katrina must have been one of our uh, Repco Epco authorised service two hundred dollar yeah. voucher for the best uh, caller or texter of the of the week. Um, yeah, and a lot of I think we need to hold the phone on this. I rate he's going to be in the conversation on on weight of number of games. Uh, on, on wonderful performances for a Cam? long period of time, Cameron yep. Smith. But I don't think we can say right now, and I don't agree with a lot of what Paul Crawley says, but I I'd say right now, let's wait. Let's wait and let Lee's retire. Well, I remember a few years ago, everyone we saying, Jonathan Thurston, he's, you know, he's got to be better than Andrew Johns. And mm. now I think that he's retired. We're going, well, was he really? He was really, really good. Yep. And he's in the conversation. But... You, got to, you get a bit better perspective on it a few years after they retired. I know that's one of the reasons it sets as well, that they, they wait for at least five years before you can become an immortal well, yeah, inducted into the Hall of the Fame. The argument against Paul Crawley, and, um, well, not against Paul Crawley, but the argument um, 
in relation to who's the best. And should there always be, I'm playing devil's advocate here, because Smith, and it's ta- only taken me this year to, to convince me that Smith is the greatest player that I've seen live. Now, I can only go on what my father used to tell me, and I used to talk to him every second of every day about the history of the game, and still do today. And uh, he just says that Graham Langlands is the greatest player that's ever played. In any era... Well, there you go. In any era, he would be the best player, season in, season out. Now... He was a standout. Based on me, it's only been probably the last two months that I've, that I've come to believe that I believe Cam's the best ever, because I think he's had the biggest influence on games consistently. He doesn't wait till Origin to influence games. He influences games every week, most games, most wins, whatever it may be, most Origins, most Test matches... But isn't that what the playing the devil's advocate again? Isn't that what the immortals are for? That we don't have to talk about one being the best. It's, yeah, it's, it's like a table of greatest. I'm with you. Yeah, mm. um, he's the best hooker we've seen. Yeah, he, you know, before it was it was Benny Elias and Steve Walters that we always spoke about. Um, but he's going to be in that the best ever team. He's going to be, you know, in most people's top five, certainly in their top ten. But you, know, you talk about Graham Langland. Lang- Changa didn't ma- – and he's a wonderful player, I know. Mm. And I didn't see a lot of him. I was in, in Brisbane, ensconced in everything going on up there with a the great footy up there. But I saw him in you know representative games and stuff. He didn't make the first Immortals cut. No, he it didn't. was Fulton, Raper, Gaznia, Churchill. Yeah. And then I think next time around mm. he came in, and rightfully so. But I wonder what our listeners think, of it, especially you know, if you've seen these plays before. We've, we've got a, another one here. Kim from Toowoomba, some so-called expert named his top ten of all time. He had Wally at number nine. Bloke should be sacked just for being stupid. <laughs> Good on you, Tim. Yeah, Kim, tell us what you think, what you mm. really think. That's, uh, that's great. And we've all got opinions about this. I'll, I'll just say, you know, I, I know Cameron is a wonderful player and he's going to be uh, part of that whole mix, but... Um, there's a lot of good players that miss out on that too, and some of our favourite players that never get never get. Much I think of when you talk about being an immortal, but you talk about being the greatest ever, I, I think it is very important to say to also think about would have that player been able to play in every era, not just the era that you're in, but every era. Would you have been able to adapt to every era? Oh, all the blokes we mentioned would have adapted to any era. So, Dave, Dave Brown, the mighty Dave Brown, mm. and Dally Messenger, the, the pioneer, they must have been outstanding players mm. and. Um, we'll never really know just what they were like. I mean, certainly not me, and, and I don't know if there's many people around that can remember him, but Dave Brown in the 30s, he was setting all sorts of yeah. point-scoring records, wasn't he? The wonderful player for, for East. And Brian Bevan, who's now also that flying winger who who's who's an immortal. Spent his whole career over in England. In England, yep. and did, did great, great things. Wasn't so. something tries? Uh, I love Gav. what you said before, Sats. What's that? Why do we have to say the greatest of all time? Why does there have to be one? If you, Unless you're... A, a Bradman where it's it's it, you can't argue because of the pure weight of statistics, but we don't have those same statistics in our game. Mm. And again, the argument is, did Bradman play against all the continents that you play against today? Oh, no, you can't argue that Bradman you wasn't can. the best. No, I, I no can. one does. So I can. No one with any cricket now argues that Phil Tufnell Brad- is up there with <laughs> Don Bradman. Oh, Sporty Gav from Newcastle. Well, this 
is probably one of the most obvious messages you've ever sent through Sporty Gav. Andrew Johns, greatest player. Paul Harrigan. And uh, Katrina's also said, Danny Badiris, please, boys. Wonderful, Wonderful hooker. hooker. There you go. Yeah. Rightio, uh, that's our hot topic for pharmacy sleep services. Always tired. Visit your local pharmacy. I've got one fan. Test yourself for sleep apnea. Mark from Hurstville. Cam Smith will be an immortal and an elite company. I suppose he goes to that argument that it's it's elite company. He'll be up it? there, yeah. yeah. This sports day for Kia, the all-new Kia. Sorrento has landed. We'll chat with Brian Toto from the Panthers very soon. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed and red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. And we're fortunate enough to get another player or a participant for this week's NRL Grand Final. We had Cameron Seraldo, the assistant coach, and and now we've got uh, one of their star young players there. They're very powerful, dynamic winger in Brian To'o, who's joining us on Sports Day. How are you going, Brian? Hi, Glenn. How's it going? Yeah, thanks very much for uh, for taking your time out of your busy schedule. How, how are you going? You enjoying the week so far? Yeah, no, it's been a it's been um, a really happy, vibey week uh, for a lot of the boys, especially because it's our first grand final in the big league. So, yeah, really looking forward to Sunday. Eh? Now, we're not going to talk about the grand final yet. We're going to let you relax a little bit, okay? Because we know how much now nervous you get about doing interviews. So I want you to tell me a little bit about Brian Toto growing up. Now, you're a Mount Druitt boy, is that correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. Is there any other boys in the side that are that are Mount Druitt boys? I think Jerome Luai is a Mount Druitt boy too, isn't he? Yeah, there's, there's a few um, Mount Druitt boys um, from the area. So we've got um, Jerome Luai, Stephen Crichton, um, Tyrone May, and Mossulieta, and Spencer Lenny. They're originally um, from different areas, but we're all you know, from... Um, so, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Now, t- as I said, tell me a little bit about Brian Toto growing, growing up. One, who did you support? How many brothers and sisters in, in your family? Yeah, um, I was, uh, um, I don't know, I was, I was kind of that kid that kind of went for whoever won the grand final. So I was just, I was just <laughs> a weak kid. Yeah, whoever won the grand final, I just went for them. But, um, yeah, my dad usually, um, oh, he's, a, he's a big fan of, uh, Panthers, so I thought, you know, one day I'm going to make the big leagues. I really want to play for Panthers, and here I am. Um, and also, my family, yeah, I've got three brothers and three sisters. So, um, yeah, a little big family. Yeah, beautiful. And did, did you start playing in the Panthers system at a pretty young age? Did they call you into their, like, their under-15 squads and, and from there I on? I started in the, yeah, SC Ball. That's when I started coming through the, the system. Um, I started, I missed um, Harry Metz, obviously, and um, that's where I started my Penrith trees at SG Ball. Yeah, and, and where did you get where did you get that powerful for, for for a smaller winger? You have just got, you know, that tack, that busting tackles technique. You got where did, where did that come? Is that is that from your dad's side of the family? Yeah, I, yeah, I think I get it from a bit of mum and dad. Um, one thing that my old man told me was, um, as long as you got heart, then you can accomplish anything. So, I think heart overcomes you know muscles and. And stuff like that. So yeah. yeah, how many times were you told when you were a kid coming through that you were too small to make it? Uh, too many times. I was, I was a little, I was a little midget. Everyone used to call me a little dwarf, and I used to laugh all the time because it was kind of true. But um, it kind of made me um, push myself to work harder to overcome those those things. So yeah. 
Yeah, good have. stuff. You're having, mate, you're having a great, very early career so far, mate. I love watching you play, but I've also been told that you're the boss of the boombox. Now, what's the preferred music when you and Jerome Luai walk into the academy and you're about to play your pre-game ritual of, of basketball? What's the preferred music? Uh, a bit of Vanger Boys, eh? Like, um, we, we like to uh, mix it up a little bit, a bit of Vanger Boys, a uh, uh, bit of Gangnam style. Gangnam style, yeah. Like to, yeah, we try to hype up all the boys to kind of you know hype each other to get like one individual to get up and dance, and um, yeah, it kind of works for us. But mostly, he's got the Gangnam style covered. So yeah, we try to mix it up a little bit every um every day. So yeah, now, bit of Ivan Cleary told me that you're the best dancer in the club. Now, if you had to go up against someone else to take the crown, who would be the other player that would be in the grand final? Uh, I, I'm not too sure. Eh? Like uh, everyone here, they they already know that I'm I'm full of energy whenever like I dance. I just love to dance. So not I'm, I don't know if anyone wants to compete. I reckon Stephen Crichton. Big, Stephen Crichton, big tall, lanky. Yeah. Thing. How, how's Ivan yeah, go, Dan? How does the coach go, I, Ivan? You reckon? Does he dance I, or? Do you, ooh, yeah. He's got a bit of salsa in him. Yeah, he's got a bit of cha-cha in there, a bit of um, <laughs> uh, suave kind of movements. Yeah. Hey, it doesn't sound like it's a very um it's 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 a nervous week at all. It sounds like you guys are preparing for, for any other game. Does it feel like a really special special week coming up, Brian? Yeah, it's a very special week for, for everyone. But um, obviously we don't wanna be um complacent about it, so we're just taking it um day by day, just making the most of every session. Now, um, read with interest yesterday, and we just mentioned the, the pre-game ritual of, of playing basketball on the day of the game. Apparently, you're going to do it on Sunday as well. So give us a little bit of an update or a little bit of a, um, some, um, some information around what happens in the pre-game basketball. Like, how long does it go for? How many participate in the game? Uh, it's just, um, just a form of welcoming. You know, whenever the boys come in, like come through, just um, obviously shoot some hoops, play some music, get each other... Um, building some energy before we head out into game day. So, yeah, so we just like to dance around, like to shoot a couple of hoops, get a bit of vibe, and until we um switch to um war war mode. So you know, just pretty much just shoot around. Who's the best at one on one? I reckon one on one competition, or best probably uh, Stephen Crichton and Jerome Boy. So Stephen Crichton's six five. I could understand that, but Jerome Luai is like five foot three. How does he? How does he get underneath or over the top of anyone? No, he's pretty skillful. He's kind of annoying, just like on the field. You know, he's just that <laughs> um, that little energy that just doesn't want to stop. So he just loves to bounce around. So yeah, he's really good at boiling. So yeah. <laughs> Now, looking forward to Sunday, Brian. I mean, it's the most exciting game on anyone in anyone's career. Do you know what mm-hmm. to expect? No, nah, not really. Uh, just that it'll be obviously nerve-wracking and be um, obviously exciting as well. Just a lot to take in. So, um, yeah, for me, it's um, it's a true blessing to be playing in a grand final, especially with um, my favourite team now. So, um, yeah, really looking forward to it. I'm just pretty nervous and excited at the same time. And you've got a big job at hand, of course, because the, the, the Storm wingers are both outstanding. You're going to be marking Josh Adokar, is that right? Yeah, yeah. No, I was, um, I was really looking forward to um, play, uh, going up against um, Adokar the Fox uh, midway through the season, but obviously he didn't play that 
that day. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to Sunday going up against uh, Alakar. You know, he's one of the best wingers in the game. So uh, it'll be a real challenge for myself and the team. So, yeah, I'll just do my best and do my job. Do you do you read much into his game? Will you research much of his game at all, Josh Adokars? Yeah, a bit of his game, but um, most, like, more importantly, just worrying about um, what I do for the team, obviously focusing on what I put out on the field and, um, yeah, just obviously just what I have to do, focus on my job. Now, has there been a time, and you, I know you don't want to look too far ahead, Brian, but I think we've all done it when we've played in grand finals. You, you look ahead at what happens if you do win the game. Have you thought about the big bit of bling that you're going to get on your hand, the, the, the premiership ring? No, not really, eh? We haven't, none of the boys have been, like, talking about anything like that. It's um, mostly, I'm talking, all the chat's been around um, prepping and making sure that every detail has been ticked off each week, I mean, uh, each day. So, yeah, not really talking about, uh, it will be nice, but, you know, we'll just have to wait and see after Sunday. I think yeah. the coach didn't want him to think about that, Sats. You've got to visualise. You've got to visualise. You've got it in his head. You're getting this ring and you're putting it on your finger and you go, yep. There's a hell of a lot of work to do between now and then, Scott. Absolutely. But I reckon Brian Tyler, <laughs> when he gets the premiership wing, ring, he will wear it every day of his life. <laughs> Except 40 days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, good on you, mate. All right. Hey, uh, Brian, great of you to join us. And uh, hopefully it's going to be a – well, we know it's going to be a ripper of a game. But, uh, yeah, good luck to the Penrith Panthers, mate. And that'll be, um, yeah, the chance to – for us to say, well, Sats, you're not the most recent Premier of the Panthers. You'd love that, Sats, wouldn't you? <laughs> All I say is one thing, Brian Toto, go west side. Go west side, yeah, love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. No, thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. Good stuff, Sats, uh, lining up the big stars for the week. We're here to get to a break uh, for Sports Day. Kia, the all-new Kia Sorento has landed. That's ridiculous next. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping Badge and Sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. And Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be, someone's got to be accountable for this. Before we uh, get further with Jeff Tuvey, and that's ridiculous, that's a text there about uh, who should represent each club on the bridge, Harbour Bridge this week. A Jono Tiger supporter, he says, I listen to your show, Badge and Sats, most days. Thanks very much for that, uh, Jono. David Nofaluma. Should represent the Tigers. I think he's right. Oh, he's been... Uh, he had a great very season. Well, you know, so you brushed Benji now. You can jump on it off and on a bandwagon very quickly, Well, he made Scotty the Dallium Sattley. team of the year, so he deserves to be up there. What do you think, Tooves? And Sats jumping off the bandwagon? Come on, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's on you, mate. I'll tell you what, I read this. Naming your kids after terrorists. There's a Peruvian young footballer coming through the system. Apparently, he's a next star. But his name is Osama Bin Laden Jimenez Lopez. And the V in Spanish is pronounced B, so it's Osama bin Laden. His, his dad called him that, and seriously, Sats, he called his brother Saddam Hussein. He did. That's he, a, I'm telling you. You're cracking and, and the third one was going to be called George Bush, but it was a girl. How's George Bush a terrorist? Maybe he was. <laughs> Sats, um, you, you're, oh, that's ridiculous. You know, listen, we spoke about SAS on Channel 7 last night. Oh, good show. I've got to, it's a great show, but I've got to take them to task of why they would put well, here we go. It's another imposter, like uh, 
Um, Roxy. Roxy Zizanko. Arabella Del Busso. Now, remember her? The, she's a well, she's a professional scam artist because she put Josh Reynolds yes. through absolute turmoil. for, And they put her on the show. I know. What do you Toos. think, Toos? Come on, that's ridiculous. Exactly. And we're talking about it. Exactly. And that's why, because mm. they knew we'd be, we'd be doing that. I'm Good glad, on you. I'm glad she failed. Thanks, Hats. Thanks, Toobs. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. You've been taking these for a test drive every week, Sats, at some point soon. Sorrento. They're going to hit you up to buy Outstanding. one. Outstanding. They are. Great stuff. Sports Day, Badge and Sats. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping Badge and Sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.